Blue Jays fall 9-1 to the San Diego Padres yesterday on the day of this recording, Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Let's play two more against the Padres after coming off a three-game sweep of the Arizona Diamondbacks of the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's Blue Jays game recap. Let's talk about it. And while we do, as we go into our intro music take a listen to this when we come back from that music the blue jays are back and right now with the game having gone final we are welcoming you in to blue jays game recap on the sports for beginners podcast now let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays game recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. runner and you got to go back to the top of the order and Pete Walker's on his way to the mound. Pete might stay out there long enough talking to Alec to have Malachi Moore come to the plate or come to the mound to tell him break up the party. See how long Pete stays out there. Here comes Malachi. Pete might have some words for other people aside from Alec Manoa right here. Seen this movie many a times. Well, yeah. and somebody just got tossed. Yeah. Somebody yeah. in the dugout, or was it Pete? You knew this was coming. It was Pete, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Pete went out there with a message, and I'm sure Pete was pretty sure he wasn't coming back without getting tossed. I knew this wasn't yeah. going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a pitching coach, you take a lot of pride in that people you have out on the mound and the work that he's trying to accomplish, especially where Alec has come from. And Pete had about had enough. And I don't doubt that Pete continued to look at Alec while he was talking. Yeah. But Mr. Moore's name was mentioned. Yeah. So he 
Mike's going to watch the rest of the game from the clubhouse. I don't know if Jeff Ware will come in from the bullpen, I would imagine, and assume the pitching coach duties in the dugout. That's just the third ejection of the season for the Blue Jays. Schneider once, Brandon Bell once. He's listening right there. Right, and he, so he was saying something about or two more without even looking at him, which is why I was wondering if it was somebody in the dugout. So the question I have, Dan, is as an umpire, why are you walking out to the mound and standing and listening to a conversation? That's wrong. That should not happen if you're an umpire. You go out there to break it up. Right, right when he arrived, he should have tapped Pete Walker on the back and said, if you guys break it up. That's how it goes down. As many mound visits as I've been there as a catcher, that's how it goes down. It does not go down like that. It does not go down like that at all. Look, look, look. Look, I watched... Look, look, fans. I watched this game from Rogers Center, and people in my section in in the 500 level actually saw what went down. But as you just heard from the broadcast booth, of uh, from the broadcast booth of Sportsnet, and I believe Dan Shulman and Joe Siddle, because uh, Shai Dave, uh, or whoever it was with Dan, anyways, between those guys that were calling the game, we gotta we gotta look at it this way. Look, the Jays lost this game not because of poor pitching from Alec Manoa. Let me just make that abundantly clear here. I don't believe, I do not believe, as we welcome you into Blue Jays game recap, the first of three game recaps with the San Diego Padres and the Blue Jays. We're going to get to the game summary in just a moment. But I feel like the umpire in Malachi Moore... And I, I, I don't want to rant here, but I, I, I got to say, I don't know what I was watching. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And I, I'm going to leave it there because as you just heard, as we welcome you in here to the broadcast booth here for Sports for Beginners for Blue Jays Game Recap, I am your host of Sports for Beginners and of course, Blue Jays Game Recap for this show, Scott McGregor. I don't, I honestly just don't have any words for this other than the fact that the Padres were gifted a win. They did not earn this win. With that being said, as we are going to take a look at the standings and through my phone here as we are recording this, uh, we are also going to take a look at the crowd. We're going to get a look at that in just a moment, but let's let's sort this mess out here, starting with our game summary. Actually, you know what? We're just going to do the line summary here, and the Padres will finish the game of, I should say, game one of this three-game set with nine hits on nine runs, no errors, For the Blue Jays, they finished this game with six hits, no errors, on one run. The loss goes to Alec Manoa, his eighth loss of the season. He is now 2-8. Joe Musgrove moves his record to 9-2. 
with the win. As you saw in our Lions score there, the hits are 9-6. to six. The Blue Jays fall by just three hits. And in terms of runs, they fall by about eight runs, 9-1 to one the final. No errors for either squad. The Blue Jays left seven men on base. Padres left eight men on base. They scored four home runs. The Blue Jays did not score any home runs in this game. They walked three times, struck out ten times, did not steal a base. The Padres struck, stole one base. They struck out three times, and they walked seven times. Now, listen, I am not going to crap on the umpires, but all I will say is that was just absolutely unheard of baseball. I've never seen a game where the umpire will come up and try to break up the and try to break up the party on the mound for a mound visit and then throw out the pitching coach when it was clearly the first time when it was clearly the first time Pete Walker came out to the mound after a few times that Jano had come out to talk to Alec Manoa. Speaking of Alec Manoa, let's actually hear from the Puma himself because he was asked about this. So let's hear after an ad, because I believe we probably will get an ad, let's hear from the Puma himself. Let's hear from Alec Manoa as we get through this. We went through our line score. We went through the game stats. I'll get to the plays in our summary in just a second. But let's hear, let's hear it from the Puma himself. Let's hear from Alec Manoa. There you go. There's Alec Manoa saying Pete was telling him, don't worry about this. I will, like, I'll handle everything. You just keep pitching. I'll handle everything. Manoa says he doesn't know exactly what else was said, but he does know that Pete Walker was talking to Manoa when Malachi came in. And tried to break up the party. But as you heard when we opened up the show. When we opened up. We. As you heard when we opened this up. The. 
Pete Walker was ejected from the ball game. And you heard Dan and you heard everybody who was uh, calling the game for Sportsnet. You heard them talk about it. Joe, I, I think it was Joe Siddle. I, I don't know exactly who's with uh, Dan to call this game. But regardless, the Blue Jays lose 9-1 to on Looney Dogs Night. And here's a look at our recap here. And, and I want to talk about... Uh, a quote uh, from Juan Soto, and he says, we've just got to be consistent. It's been like that the whole year. We have games like this, and then we come back and we don't do anything. We've just got to keep the same pace every day. Musgrove said he felt a slight strain in his left adductor, adductor early in the game, but was able to continue. And he says, We've, we monitored it pretty good. I don't think it's going to limit anything. I plan on doing everything normal tomorrow. And yeah, that's the words from Musgrove. And uh, when you come into this game for Toronto, they came, they came into the game having won four straight and eight of nine games. They lost for the first time since Detroit beat them 2-0 with a combined no-hitter on July 8th. And yeah, there's a lot much to talk about. Maybe some good stuff that is good to talk about, but we're not going to talk too much about it. Why not... Why not here... From the sideline reporters here who were in the game, Shai Davidi and the always beautiful Hazel May. We're going to hear from them right after this ad that's going through. My thoughts on this game, it was an interesting game, but definitely not one that was earned. Here are Shai Davidi and Hazel May, who covered the game from the sidelines. Blue Jays' four-game winning streak was snapped after dropping. The Blue Jays' four-game winning streak was snapped after dropping the opener of their three-game series against the San Diego Padres. And for Alec Manoa, it was his first start here at Rogers Center since June 5th against the Astros. First time in well over a month. He gave up four runs over three-plus innings. But really, there is a story beyond the line. Yeah, Hazel, and look, the line isn't pretty. But I think the Blue Jays can look at this and say, a few things go differently. This outing may have been very different in terms of results and it starts in the first inning there's the one-two change up to Juan Soto looks to have caught the bottom of the zone no call there 
The bat goes on, Soto ends up hitting a two-run homer, and maybe if Alec Manoa gets that call, he's out of that first inning, he starts rolling a little bit, maybe things change. And then you look at the third inning when he ends up giving up another two-spot, and it starts with a bad luck ground ball up the line, mm -hmm. hits the bag, deflects and skips over Matt Chapman's head. All of a sudden, that's a double. Then it's a line drive into right field that... George Springer loses in the light. That brings home a run, leads to another later in the frame. I mean, a few things change, and Alec Manoa is looking at a different outing. I think the Blue Jays liked the way Alec Manoa continued to compete, the way he maintained his composure under difficult circumstances. And for the Blue Jays, that's progress. It's not necessarily the result they would have wanted, but it's important for them in the way that Manoa carried himself through that outing. And this pitching staff could look very different come the trade deadline. And in a sense, the Blue Jays are going to get a couple of additions in Hunjin Ryu and Chad Green. What can you tell us about how they're progressing? It's, it's really interesting in that these guys might turn out to be the most substantial additions that the Blue Jays make at the deadline. And that's not necessarily uh, because of what the market brings, but just because they're two pitchers who can have a significant impact. And Hunjin Ryu is going to make a second rehab start at AAA on Friday. Blue Jays are targeting about 80 pitches, five to six innings for him. And once he gets there, assuming that he comes out of it with no physical setbacks or anything along those lines, at that point, he's in play for them if they have a need. And so they could potentially go to a six-man rotation. They could potentially make a tweak. Uh, you know, old adage, adage in baseball, you know, don't plan too far ahead because give things a week and everything will change. But that could be on the table for them relatively soon. And then Chad Green is going to begin a rehab assignment on Saturday. And he, if he recovers well, he's the type of impact leverage reliever that is really hard to acquire at the trade deadline. They're very expensive. Aren't a lot of them to go around, but he's got to get there physically first. Uh, and those are two potential pieces that are factoring into a number of considerations right now. A lot of things on the table for the Blue Jays to consider. It's tough for them to make a lot of changes because their roster is very set. So those two players can play a significant part in their planning depending how their next steps go. Well, in the very near future, it's Jose Barrios getting set for his first start in the unofficial second half of the season. Hopefully, he'll keep things rolling against the Padres in game two of this three-game series. That we hope. That we hope. That we hope. All right, so there were some updates there on Hunjin Ryu, Chad Green, and of course, uh, as we know, it looks like we could see Kevin Gosman in the weekend series with the Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners. But my goodness, I really, really hope Jose Barrios and, of course, Chris Bassett, who gets the start on the Thursday matinee game, which is a 107 first pitch. If I have this correct, I'll check. I'll double check the uh, Blue Jays thing on Sportsnet here. If we can get that going. The um, the Blue Jays will be back, or sorry, will be hitting their charter. I should say. Yes, it is a 107 first pitch on Thursday, July twentieth. They will be hitting their charter after the game, to head out to Seattle. We could see Kevin Gosman in this games, in one of those games. Thomas actually will have you covered for the Seattle Mariners game. I will have you covered for those Dodgers series games. 
Those are going to be tough ones to do, but we'll see what we can get out for you. Back to what we're talking about today as we get ready for game number two of this three-game set with the Padres. A couple of big, good stuff is happening for the Blue Jays as both the Orioles loss, the Rays loss, the Red Sox got shut out by the Oakland Athletics, three to nothing, and the Yankees, the New York Yankees, also fell in their game. Yeah. The New York Yankees fell last night to the LA Dodgers, sorry, to the LA Angels, 5 to 1. The Red Sox lost 3 to 0 to the Athletics. The Tampa Bay Rays lost a close one, 5-3 the final in Texas. And the Baltimore Orioles, oh boy, oh boy, what was going on there? The Dodgers are a tough team and they certainly proved it last night as we are recapping games from last night, including this one, but they certainly proved why they are a tough team team to play. They defeat the Orioles 10-3 in Baltimore. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, I'll go over the plays and I'll give you my play of the game, which will also be our play of the game. We'll also go through the starting lineups for these games or for this game from last night. Plus, it was record, plus just to get a couple of positives out here, it was record-breaking day in terms of Blue Jays fans or fans at the Rogers Center for eating hot dogs. We'll touch on that. Maybe we'll touch on that today on this show, but we probably will touch on that on Sports for Beginners. But coming up on our post-game show, we're going to hear from John Schneider. We'll hear from the man who called, from the people who called it from Blue Jay Central. We will hear from them. We'll hear from John Schneider. And we'll also show you once again. We'll also show you once again. the big thing that opened up our opening segment because this is just going to be a wild ride for both the Padres and the Toronto Blue Jays. Alec Manoa looked really good, but the, the umpire in Malachi Moore, who was the home plate umpire, I do believe, he just took the toll 
and it's raising a lot of questions, of which we probably will get into in our off-season coverage. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, positive news for Chris Bassett in explaining about a desire to give back to the community through Jay's Care. We'll hear from John Schneider. I'll give you my play of the game. We'll give you the starting lineups from last night's game via a Google Doc that I made prior to the game. And we will also run our player of the game, known this time around as our top five sports for beginners players of the day, or in this case, the standouts. That's next. You're listening to Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and we'll be right back with more Blue Jays game recap right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the program. It is Blue Jays Game Recap. In this part of our segment, the middle segment here, we're going to give you the the plays that went down in the ball game. We're also going to talk about my player of the game, or in this case, the five standouts from both sides, San Diego and Toronto. We're talking about Chris Bassett, giving back to the community through Jay's Care. And of course, it was record-breaking time for Looney Dogs. We don't really have an article here. But let's, let's, let's move it back to the pregame where Chris's wife, Jessica, discussed it pregame. The cons- how the concept of the Bassett's pitch-in program originated. Here we go. Following an ad. Following an ad with Jessica Bassett, Chris Bassett's wife, sharing how the concept of the Bassett's pitch-in program originated for Jay's Care. A reminder, though, to fans who are at Blue Jays games, Blue Jays fans in general, if you'd like to get your tickets, 50-50 tickets for your 
For your chance at the jackpot for Jay's Care, go to bluejays.com slash 5050. Or if you're at the game, head to any one of the 5050, head to any one of the 5050 concourse people in the, on the concourse, I should say. And we will definitely have that for you. All right. Hazel May spoke with Chris's Hazel May before the game spoke with Chris Bassett's wife, Jessica Bassett. So let's hear what they had to say on this program. Jamie, thank you very much. A real pleasure to finally meet because we hear so much about her. Uh, Jessica Bassett is here on Blue Jay Central pregame show. Great to meet you. And this is an occasion you're very proud of because you and Chris have established the Bassett Pitching Program in support of Jay's Care uh, Program and Foundation. What is it? So tell us what the Bassett family is doing in support of Jay's Care. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, so the Bassett's Pitch In is kind of just a concept where we wanted to get plugged into our community. Um, we All right, we've seemed to hit a pause right there. So we're going to wait, wait. But this is Jessica Bassett talking with Hazel May pregame about what is going on with the Bassett pitch in program and how it originated where you're going to take some time to wait and wait and wait and wait and let's see if we can get it going have been with different teams um never really for like um we have been with different teams um never really for like a long-term tenure that we thought um and so we really just wanted to now that we signed here for three years plug into the community um and get involved so chris actually came up to me in the off season after we signed with the jays and said um i really want to do something to get involved in the community finally so i said all right well come to me with what you think and we can go from there and so he actually said I think that it would be a good idea if we did, you know, I donated a lump sum of money for however many wins I got. It still keeps it competitive because my husband's very competitive. Yes. And at first I was like, okay, for every win, what happens if you just don't win? And then it just looks really bad. And he said, no, I'm going to win. We're going to win. So um, that's kind of where the concept started was $10,000 um, for every game that, he, that they win when he's pitching. Um, and then from there, we kind of came to the Blue Jays with it. We started working with Jays Care um, Foundation and kind of found an area of need. I went to college to work with children. So we kind of obviously having two children, it kind of tugged at our hearts. So finding that program was a godsend for us. And we were like, let's just try to, you know, put more emphasis on this program because it kind of goes under the radar with some some of the other amazing programs that Jay's Care has. We've been really impressed. We feel like we already know you because Chris talks about you and raves about you so often. And I guess a lot of people, when we found out that Colson was born, uh, this country has really wrapped its arms around Colson because you guys made the decision to have him here in Toronto, here in Canada. And you said to me, he's the only Canadian in our family. Um, have you felt that kind of warmth, that outpouring of warmth, particularly 
particularly after what Chris did uh, in New York. The team doctor here plugged me in with a group of midwives um, here in Toronto, seventh generation midwives, and they just were amazing and helped make everything just like as, as seamless as possible, just very kind. Um, my neighbors, where we rent our house, they've been amazing. Like, just people around the Toronto area in general, the fans, the support that Chris gets, it makes me happy. Um, I see how much work he puts on and off the field, and then to have the support for our family and for him as well, and people that actually were, you know, <laughs> worried. Some I did see some of the Twitter comments. Some people were worried. Thankfully, he made it back in time um, and did great against the Mets, and we were just very, happy that we had the support that we did. Well, thank you for what you and Chris are doing uh, in support of Jay's Care. And if we haven't told you already, I know the fan base is thrilled to have the Bassett family here. So welcome once again, and good luck the rest of the way. Two toddlers, good luck, girl. <laughs> good luck. It. Good luck. No, thank you. <laughs> Jessica Bassett, guys, let's send it back to you. Yes, yes. You know what? You know what? I gotta, I gotta, I'm not a parent right now. But I actually live with my parents. That's a story for another time. But I got to say, you know what? I honestly don't know what Chris goes through. And I don't know what Jessica goes through. But I have to say, good luck. Good luck with, you know, your two toddlers and everything that's going on with you right now. Now, the broadcast. Now, the broadcast booth actually had a chance to talk to Chris Bassett. And he did explain the desire to give back to the community through Jay's Care. So let's hear from the hound on the mound, Chris Bassett. In the moment that he was talking to our broadcast booth in Sportsnet. Let's hear from the man himself. Let's hear from the man himself how this is going to work. Very pleased to be joined by Blue Jay pitcher Chris Bassett, who is kind enough to put a headset on this half inning. And a big announcement today from Chris and his wife, Jessica. Uh, before we talk about that announcement, just uh, how's uh, being a dad again? How much sleep you getting? How you doing right now? We're good. Uh, the little one's starting to get more sleep at night, so I'm getting more sleep at night, so we're, we're good. We're good. All right, honest answer. His name is Colton John Bassett. Is he CJ? It, it's, it's Colson. I, Colson, I'm sorry. No, you're oh. fine. I, I'm, I'm sensitive to that because I, I wanted Colton. Oh. My wife won that battle, so oh. it's, it's Colson. So I'm in trouble with both you and your wife, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, do you call him CJ or no? I will, yes. Will. Have, I, have I already just you guys. So, uh, Chris and Jessica announced today that they have pledged to donate 10,000 U.S. dollars. There's Colson John. Uh, 10,000 U.S. dollars for each game the Blue Jays win when Chris pitches this season. And even better than that, it's retroactive to the beginning of the season. So, uh, the Blue Jays have won 12 times when you've been on the mound. So, $120,000 donated already to Jays Care's RBI Summer Edition. This is a free sport for development program designed to enhance the mental and physical health of kids in under-resourced communities in Toronto. This is awesome. Chris, tell us how this came about. Yeah, um... Obviously, in spring training, uh, Jay's Carey kind of came in and gave us a presentation of kind of what they do. Um, and I, I mean, kind of what we alluded to in the very beginning. I have two younger kids, and um, I don't know, it's really, really touched me. Um, 
and so I, I just thought I, I knew I knew kind of after we we signed here I was like okay long term wise um, Toronto Toronto obviously is taking care of my family um, organizations take care of my family but now it's time for me also take care take care of other people as well so. Um, this kind of started in spring training, and that's kind of why it's retroactivated back all the way to spring training is behind the scenes. We've been really working on kind of what what programs need the most help, um, and that was one of the programs they thought that was one of the programs they thought that really needed the most help at the time. So um, we're allocating a lot of money to that to make sure that's that's in good standing, and then hopefully in the future um, take care of other things that also need help. Very nice initiative, Chris, by you and your wife. Have you done anything like this in the other places you played, like in Oakland or New York? Yeah, I mean, I mean probably me and my wife have done a lot of things. Um, and I'm not a big person that likes to be forefront with these things just because I don't really like the, the, the personal publicity of it all. I like doing stuff behind the scenes. So, yeah, we have done things, but uh, this is the first one that we're, like, really, I would say, out in the forefront of it all just because I think... I think it needs, it needs recognition, obviously, um, and the more people that kind of know about it, the more people that know about Jay's Care, um, the only the better. Well, this is wonderful. Uh, Jay's Care does such incredible work all across the country, so everybody appreciates what you and Jessica have done. Let's talk a little baseball while we got you two outs here. This team has won eight of nine. Uh, you're in a pretty good position. Uh, obviously, a lot of baseball is still to go, but uh, some big games coming up. How... How are you feeling about this team heading into the final couple of months? Yeah, I feel great. I mean, uh, health-wise, I think we're in a great spot. Um, and I think the bats are starting to really start to click. I think our bullpen, obviously, has been lights out. Um, and I, I think, I, overall, we're just in a great spot. It's, uh, I think we haven't really pieced it all together yet, but I think it's I, we're all trending in the right direction to piece that together at the right time. With as well as your bullpen has been pitching, Chris, do you guys as starters find motivation just among yourselves to say we need to go deeper for these guys? Because a couple of you have. I mean, you and Gus go pretty well every time out. Jose's been good too. Yeah, that's that's definitely the that's definitely the key. I think to having a good bullpen is having them rested. I don't. I think. I think it's it's awesome to have a great bullpen, but then it also kind of it kind of creates like an atmosphere where it's like, all right, let's rely on the bullpen, so to speak. Um, and sometimes that'll 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 abuse the bullpen if they're going so well because you go to them so so quickly. So yeah, I mean I think any one of the starters that goes deep into the game gives them a day off. And then obviously if our offense can really turn it on and score a whole bunch of runs, I, it takes like the back end of the bullpen out of it. Chris will make his next start Thursday afternoon in the final game of this series as Kiermaier gets hit by the pitch and he is feeling it as he hits down to first. Uh, Chris, I assume you've somewhat gotten used to playing in front of 38 or 40,000 people every time there's a game here. Are you ready to see basically that many Canadians in Seattle in a few days? I'm, I'm really excited about that just because, I, I mean, I obviously have talked to a lot of the guys that are here um, that have experienced Seattle um, being on a Toronto team. I, I heard it's... I heard it's pretty incredible in the aspect that it basically turns into a home game. I kind of saw, I saw a tweet today where their team stores kind of yeah. taking over with Blue Jays gear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely very excited to see. 
obviously Vancouver and all that to really show up and just how electric that place can be for us. And you know how sometimes you can walk around on the road and kind of be anonymous? Yeah, I heard Seattle's that not that place. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard, I've heard outdoor, outside of our hotel is, is an absolute zoo, so... Um, We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm very excited, though, just to see it. And, Chris, it won't just be Vancouver. Let me tell you, it is going to be every town and city you have never heard of yeah. yet across this country. They'll be there to see you guys. I love it. Cannot yeah. wait. You will get a great geography lesson. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, just an amazing gesture by yourself and Jessica. We appreciate the time tonight, and uh, good luck in your start on Thursday. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Chris. Yes, good luck. To Chris Bassett, good luck to the hound on the mound in his next start, which is Thursday, and he probably will start on Saturday. We don't know yet, but he does get the start. He will get the nod in the 107 first pitch against Blake Sunnell, unless things change on that front. Let's get into it. Let's get into the main reason why we are here, here in the middle segment. So, the scoring starts in the top of the first with a Juan Soto home run to left off uh, off of a full count. Fernando Fatis Jr., who walked on a full count, stole second. He would score on this play. It's a two-run shot. San Diego has two. Toronto with nothing on the board. It would not stay that way because on a Matt Chapman single in the bottom half of the first, Springer would score. Bichette would go to third. So the Blue Jays get three hits and one run back in the top of the first. Nothing really going on for the Padres in the second. Same goes for the Blue Jays. To the top of the third we go, and the Blue Jays go down by two more. They go down now by four, sorry, three. They go down by three. After getting one back in the bottom half of inning number one, they get they go down by three as the sacrifice fly from Jake Cronworth scores Juan Soto. Who went to third on a flyout from Xander Bogarts. Nothing going for the Blue Jays in the bottom of the third. Top four, nothing to do here for San Diego. Same for the Blue Jays, bottom four. And yeah, you know what? It was after the Manny Machado home run on a one and one count, which made it six to one. Actually, it made it five to one, and then, and then you had a Gary Sanchez homer to left field on a two and one count that made it six one. In top of the fifth, the Blue Jays still unable to get anything going. 
And wouldn't you know it? Eventually, Alec Manoa gets thro- gets taken out of the game. But Alec is not only taken out of the game. Before he got taken out of this ball game, as you heard in the opening segment, and we're going to bring it back, be, even though I said I'm not going to, even said even though I said like I said I'm not going to, you know, rant on it, but Pete Walker was ejected from the game before. We saw Manoa leave the game. And with that all being said, I apologize for any of the dings coming through. Uh, with that all being said, eventually 6-1 to one would become 9-1. to one, But in the top of the eighth, uh, it became 7-1. to one, Padres over the Blue Jays. With another home run, this time by Grisham, to right field on a one-and-one count. And then in the top of the ninth, just to seal the deal, there was a double to left by Jay Cronworth to score Soto. And then on the sacrifice fly from Gary Sanchez, Manny, Manny Machado scores. And that will be the ball game. All right. So normally we would do the player of the game here, but we're going to pick five players who are standing out to us. And before we do that, let's hear from the skipper himself. So, so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to hear from the skipper as we go to our standouts of this game. We are, we are, we are also going to get you the play of the game, which is next. Which is next, but right now, let's hear from the skipper, John Schneider. I mean, I thought, you know, for one, line looked worse than I think it really was. Um, A couple close pitches he didn't get, and uh, that team does damage. I thought he got ahead of hitters, had a tough time putting them away. Um, Probably trying to be a little bit too fine, and obviously pitch count got, you know, driven up really high. But, um, you know, overall, I think it kind of looked worse than it really was. No, I don't think it was similar to earlier. Um, you know, just I think, you know, slider kind of was hit and miss. It was a swing and miss, I think, to Tatis early uh, before he grounds the ball off the third base bag. Um, I think it was just kind of um, not really executing as well as he can or as well as he has before. Um, but I don't think it was, you know, I liked his demeanor. I liked his competitiveness, delivery, all that kind of stuff that we've been talking about. And I think just tonight was a tough night against a really good lineup. I mean, for one, I think, you know, that's a, it's a really good, you know, veteran lineup and they made him work. You know, I think after that, um, Soto at bat, after the homer, it was, 
um, got ahead of guys and then couldn't really put them away. You know, that happens to, you know, it could happen to any pitcher really. And you're looking at 40 pitches in the first inning and um, there were some misses too, but I don't think it's anything in particular. I think you tip your cap to a good approach. I mean, it was, it was a grind from the get-go. Um, so yeah, I think it was just a, just a tough night for him and it gets a little bit magnified because he just came back, I think. There's John Schneider for you. And I believe we were getting some news here, uh, but we will get to it when we can. And uh, before we get to that news, let's give you the play of the game before I give you my play of the game. And here is the play of the game for... You know what? Let's do my play of the game first. And honestly, I got to give my play of the game. My play of the game is going to be. You know what? You know what? I, I, I got to give my play of the game. To. I got to give my play of the game. Sorry, not Ma no. Sorry, not Manny Machado. I meant to say Manuel Machado. When I was talking about that, sorry about that, Manuel Machado. And speaking of Man Manuel, but Machado, that actually is my play of the game. So let's check this out from the top of the fifth. Now the Blue Jays, interestingly enough, they fall in this game nine to one and. One of the home runs, one of the four home runs, one of the four home runs, one of the four home runs came off the bat of this dude. Can you expect it to happen today? Can you expect it to happen today or tomorrow? Maybe not. We'll see. Here are the guys that called it on Sportsnet. It is 5 to 1 San Diego as the play went down it's a home run. Let's finish off hearing what the guys had to say during the pitch here but we got a little bit of a pause there so let's continue to hear it and we'll get to the news that we're hearing from Thomas as we actually are recording this. Okay, so clearly the audio doesn't really want to be our friend, but that's okay. Manuel Machado, Manny Machado, whatever you want to call him, that's the play of the game. My play of this game is it happened in the it happened in the top of the ninth. Hopefully the audio will work for this one. 
Trenton Grisham. Give it up. Give it up, everybody. Give it up, everybody. Trenton Grisham is my play of the game. It's a home run in the top of the eighth. And this put the game pretty much out of reach, even though the final score ended up being 9-1. to one. Here is the call when Mitch White was at the was at the hill to right field and Springer's going to turn and watch it go into the San Diego bullpen Grisham it's the Padres fourth home run of the night said earlier, Trent Grisham, not the big bopper on this team, hitting ninth, but he has been swinging a hot bat lately. It's all over this slider. Watch Grisham after he swings the bat. Boom, he knew it. It's like a little half swing, just punch real tight in his rotation. He knew it. He knew it. It's a no-doubter. And that is the play of the game. Coming up in the final segment here, we are going to hear from, you know what, we're actually here from them right now. We'll hear from them right now. Uh, We will hear from them right now. The guys who called this game from Blue Jays Central, we will hear from them in just a second. But coming up in the final segment, before we set up Matchup number two of three between these two teams. And, of course, we'll take a look at the standings watch in the final segment coming up as well. We will also set that up for you. The starting pitchers, at least, not maybe the, well, we don't have the lineups. We probably won't have them till later. But uh, I can tell you that this show will be back with you right after the game tonight on Wednesday. Speaking of tonight, you can catch Take Another Look, the podcast on uh, Voices for Ability Radio from 9pm to 10pm on Voices for Ability Radio Eastern on Wednesday, July the 19th, 2023. This just in, it will be part of our bonus content as we wrap up the show in the final segment, Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot have officially launched something very special for all of Bill's Mafia and Shout listeners to take advantage of. You'll get those details following our outro music and outro message. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Ryan. We will show you all of that in the final moments of this program after our outro music and outro message, which is coming up after the final segment. But right now, to take us to that, let's hear from the people who called this game from Blue Jays Central. We'll hear from the Blue Jays Central broadcast booth. Go to a commercial break. After a word from all over the map, 
And, of course, maybe a 30-second ad. And we will be with you to bring that all to you. Let's hear from the two men who had Blue Jays Central. Here they are. The Blue Jays are walloped by San Diego. Manoa goes three innings plus two batters. How would you characterize the outing? Incredibly odd. There was a lot of good, there was a little bit of bad, and there was a little bit of unluck. Five walks in this outing, but they were competitive. There was quite a few pitches, so many so that pitching coach Pete Walker was ejected. A little weak contact, but it starts with the unluckiness right here. With the runner at first base, there's a changeup down the zone. That's strike three to Soto. At that point, there could be two outs, runner on first, but no. A couple pitches later, Soto deposits one. It's a big pitch like that that could turn the inning, get Manoa off to a good start in the first inning. Then you fast forward a little bit in the third inning. A ground ball induced by Manoa should be the leadoff out of the inning. It hits the base. Barely out of reach of Chapman, and that starts the next batter, Juan Soto, who blisters the ball to right field. Should be a nice, easy L to the right fielder, but that ball's knuckling. I mean, this rarely happens. It does not happen very often. That's why you see the very odd uh, uh, look on, on Springer's face when he goes to try and catch it. But there was a lot going on here with Manoa. There wasn't a lot of bad. There wasn't a lot of good. It was one of those weird in-between starts. For me, it was the lack of a put-away pitch in those five walks that really hurt him. Hopefully he can figure out how to put somebody away next outing. The Padres may be well out of a playoff race, but their lineup is potent, and Jose Barrios will face that lineup on Wednesday night. Hope you'll join us for Blue Jays Central, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Looking forward to it, Jamie. Caleb Joseph was there with you as well. So we're looking forward to it. It's Caleb and Jamie on Blue Jays Central. Hazel, Hazel and Shy were with you as we heard earlier on. From the two, from the two, they were out on the field, and I guess Joe and Dan had the call of this game. I did not hear Buck's voice, so definitely Joe and Dan. All right, everybody, we're gonna take. Our timeout, and when we come back to Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, final segment of first of three between the Blue Jays and the Padres, we'll wrap it up with the standings watch, we'll wrap it up with the top five standouts of the game, who's getting the bu- who's getting the mound? As you heard from Jamie, it'll be Jose Barrios. We'll we'll confirm that matchup. And we'll also confirm tomorrow's matchup. On Thursday, the matinee game at 1.07 p.m. You're listening to Blue Jays Baseball, Blue Jays Game Recap. A pregame slash postgame edition of the program right here on Sports for Beginners. We will be right back after this. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map. With me, Ali Musa, 
where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Welcome back to Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. It is time to set the scene. Of course, we heard, of course, we will hear from Jamie Campbell and Joe. Sorry, not Jamie Campbell and Joe Settle. Jamie and we will hear also from the man himself. We will hear from Caleb, Joseph, we will hear from them in just a second. And, of course, uh, we look forward to Barrios starting against you, Jarvis. We'll set that up in just a moment. Our top five uh, players of the standouts. I got to say I got to go with Manoa and Manoa and Musgrove first and foremost. They both played pretty well. But again, this was a game that was handed to the Padres. They did not earn this win. Let me know what you guys think. Pete Walker was ejected in the game. And we heard from Alec Manoa earlier on in the program. After this show wraps up, we will give you Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. They have a Big announcement for Shout fans and fans of Buffalo of the Buffalo Bills. Make sure you stay tuned for that if you love the Buffalo Bills. And of course, the two teams we're talking about. So those are just two of our standouts here. I also want to add third stand, second standout for the Padres would be Juan Soto. Third standout for them, Gary Sanchez. Jacob Cronworth is my fourth standout. And my fifth standout, 
Trenton Grisham for them. For the Blue Jays, my standout is my next standout with Manoa, who is my first standout. I got to say, uh, Jansen looked pretty good. So I'm going to give him a standout here. Kevin Kiermaier went 0 for 1 in the game, and he did look shaken up. I don't expect him to start in this next game. But he but he is a standout for me as well. Uh, Dalton Varsho, who went into center field but played and was 1 for 4 in the game on Tuesday night. He is one of my next standouts. So that's Alec Manoa, Kevin Kiemeyer, Dalton Varsho. How about Ket? How about Matt Chapman? One for two in the ball game. Was pinched hit for from Cabin Biggio. And of course, uh, we also want to give a shout out to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He is, so let's see, Manoa is first. Kevin Kiermaier second, Dalton Varsho third, Cavett, uh, Matt Chapman fourth, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. number five. And just to give some notice here, I want to give notice to Chris Bassett. He didn't play in this game, but he will play in the Thursday game. A big shout out to Chris and his wife, Jessica. I really like what you guys are doing for the Blue Jays and Jays Care. Keep this up. I I think I think Jays Care is gonna like all the donations that you're making to Jays Care and the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, that does it for us. But before we go, just in case we didn't hear, we are now going to hear from Jamie and Caleb. Let's hear what the boys had to say here to wrap this up. for Blue Jays game recap and after we sign off for this show we are going to bring you yes we are going to bring you we are going to bring you a message from Ryan Talbot and Matt Perino hosts of the Shout a Buffalo Football podcast and Ryan Talbot, by the way, is a friend of the show. Thank you so much for listening to Blue Jays Baseball on our podcast, Sports for Beginners. Here comes Jamie and Caleb before we sign off for this edition of Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. <clears throat> Blue Jays are walloped by San Diego. Manoa goes three innings plus two batters. How would you characterize the outing? Incredibly odd. There was a lot of good, there was a little bit of bad, and there was a little bit of unluck. Five walks in this outing, but they were competitive. There was quite a few pitches, so many so that pitching coach Pete Walker was ejected. A little weak contact, but it starts with the unluckiness right here. With the runner at first base, there's a changeup down the zone. That's strike three to Soto. At that point, there could be two outs, runner on first, but no. A couple pitches later, Soto deposits one. It's a big pitch like that that could turn the inning, get Manoa off to a good start in the first inning. Then you fast forward a little bit in the third inning. A ground ball induced by Manoa should be the leadoff out of the inning. It hits the base. 
barely out of reach of Chapman. And that starts the next batter, Juan Soto, who blisters the ball to right field. Should be a nice, easy L to the right fielder, but that ball's knuckling. I mean, this rarely happens. It does not happen very often. That's why you see the very odd uh, uh, look on, on Springer's face when he goes to try and catch it. But there was a lot going on here with Manoa. There wasn't a lot of bad. There wasn't a lot of good. It was one of those weird in-between starts. For me, it was the lack of a put-away pitch in those five walks that really hurt him. Hopefully he can figure out how to put somebody away next outing. The Padres may be well out of a playoff race, but their lineup is potent, and Jose Barrios will face that lineup on Wednesday night. Hope you'll join us for Blue Jays Central, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Looking forward to all of that, Jamie. And with that, this post-game show has officially reached the station in front of a sellout crowd, as mentioned earlier, or as we will mention here. The sellout crowd is 42,000. 42,680 fans in attendance. Blue Jays lose it 9-1. to I have been your host, Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for listening to Blue Jays Baseball on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I'll be back with you following the game on Thursday and following the game tonight on Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. But thank you so much for joining us for for Ali Musa, Thomas McGregor, And myself, Scott McGregor. I'm Scott McGregor, that is. Thank you so much for listening to Blue Jays Baseball. We'll be back with you following game number two and following game number three, depending on when we can get these shows out to you. Once again, the final score at Rogers Center on Looney Dog Night at the ballpark on a Tuesday night. Padres 9, Blue Jays 1. What will the final score be after the game tonight on Wednesday night? Find out tonight. That does it for us, but a quick check-in on our standings watch. We'll just go through the American League East here. And the... And, of course, our standings watch. Download the MLB Ballpark app and download the MLB app to keep track of your favorite team. The Blue Jays remain third in the American League East with a record of 53-42. and 42. They are five and a half games out of first place. Orioles are a game and a half out of first place. The Orioles are at 57 and 30 and 36 heading into this game. They are going to be playing with the LA Dodgers on Sportsnet coming up at 1 o'clock. And coming up on Sportsnet 1 at 337, it is Boston and Oakland. Boston is 51 and 45 behind the Blue Jays, eight games back of first place. The New York Yankees are 50 and 46, nine games back of first place in the American League East. And the Oakland A's, who are facing the Boston 
Red Sox are 26 and 71. And last place in the American League West, 31 and a half games out of first place. The wild card shapes up like this. Texas leading at 57 and 39 in the American League West. In the American League Central, the Minnesota Twins are leading that division. 49 and 47 is their record. And the courses I already mentioned, 38, 60 and 38 are the Tampa Bay Rays leading the American League East. Houston Astros are in the third wild card spot at 52 and 43 in a record. And the Blue Jays and the Orioles hold on to the second and first wild card spot. The Orioles 57 and 37. The Blue Jays 53 and 42. The Dodgers, who they will who the Orioles continue to play are 55 and 39 and leading the National League West. The National League East leaders are the Atlanta Braves at 61 and 32 as a record. And the Central Division leading National League team is the Milwaukee Brewers with a record of 52 and 43. That does it for Blue Jays Game Recap. Thank you so much for joining us. Please like, subscribe to Blue Jays. Sorry, please like, and of course, subscribe to Weekly in Sports with Scott, the YouTube channel where you can catch this game, these game recaps, if they are made available on video form. Please follow, hit that notification bell on your Sports for Beginners podcast if you search up Sports for Beginners. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. A rating and a review and maybe some feedback would definitely be nice. Let us know what you think. It's the Blue Jays. It's the Padres. Game two coming up tonight. Wow, this will be a wild one. Let's get into it. We'll be back with you for another edition of Blue Jays and Padres coming up. Another edition is coming up following this game. When will it be recorded? Probably the same time it was today. We'll be back with you for that reason. I'll be back with you for that reason. My name is Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for joining us. After the outro message and outro music, we will send you over for Ryan and Matt Perino. They've got a big announcement, and that is coming up next. Thanks so much for joining us. Blue Jays, Padres, you Darvis taking on Jose Barrios. It comes your way next. And coming your way tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. I will talk to you in a little bit. I'm out. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedule, 
please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash sports for beginners eighty seven. Send us an email at sports for beginners eighty seven at gmail.com. Follow Ali, Thomas, and Scott on Twitter at Scott McGregor3, Thomas J, and A L I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at SMC underscore 87 underscore and TM underscore 80 and TM 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, and we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chance. Blue Jays fans will be using Catch you later, ball baseball fans. Here's a message to send us out on Blue Jays Game Recap for all Buffalo Bills fans and shout listeners from the one and only Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. Enjoy. So we have a big announcement. The Shout Podcast, Matt Perino, Ryan Talbot, we're going to have our own Bills Mafia um, text group that is going to give you a special ticket into the analysis that we bring you, but also a seat alongside us for our coverage right after the game. The Bills lost one. The Bills won one. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Send us a text before we go into the locker room, and that'll help guide us our coverage, and then we'll have interactions. We'll bring you analysis. Ryan, I'm going to make it a point that everybody that signs up for this service, the first 
thing that I think about anything, my analysis, your analysis, that text group, that insider group is going to get it all first before anybody else does on Twitter, on Facebook, on NewYorkUpstate.com, Syracuse.com. We're still going to be all of those places, but there is going to be a priority for the text group. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only that, they're going to steer the ship on this shout podcast at times too, Matt. Post game, you know, what do you want to talk about? What bothered you most about the outcome of that game? Or what were you most encouraged about? We'll make an entire segment for that. So, you know, you're going to have a seat right next to us when we're at these games, when we're, when we're at these practices. You're going to help us steer the ship of the podcast, uh, topics that we write about, you name it. This gives you exclusive access to the team. I cannot wait for this to start. It is going to launch Wednesday, July 19th, and it's going to be super easy. We're going to give you a number next Wednesday, and all you have to do is text that number. Check it all out, and don't forget to catch a new episode of Shout, a Buffalo football podcast, coming soon to your favorite podcatcher and soon on YouTube.